Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview Great Falls offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. When you're an American Express Platinum Card member, don't be surprised if you say things like, Chef, what course are we on? I've, I've lost count. Or, shoot that, shoot that! And even... Checkout's not until 4, so... Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants, elevated experiences at live events, and 4 p.m. late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. This is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Okay, an awesome addition to Sharp Money during the football season is Brennan White, DraftKings U.S. trading team lead. He joins us every Thursday. You can find Brennan on Twitter at BrennanWhite14. Also, I'm proud to be his teammate, and I'll tell you why. I guarantee you he runs a tight ship on the floor over at DraftKings because the notes he sends us are so extensive and fastidious. My man does not mess around. Brennan, how are you? I'm great. Thanks for having me back, guys. I guarantee you have a very clean house, and I know that because you are so detailed, my man. Let's start Let's start with the notes, and we'll go NFL. And the big story, of course, tonight, Trevor Lawrence. So why don't we do this? Why don't we go get inside the bookmaker's mind and the trading's mind and start with where you opened the Jags Saints and kind of how that number's moved around and what your thought process is with the quarterback potentially injured here. Yeah, definitely. So this game has kind of been all over the place this week, Uh, obviously with Lawrence's status up in the air. I believe we opened this around a pick. And as news came out that he was going to likely play, uh, we had to sort of get a sense of one, how likely that was. And two, if he could play, what sort of his status would be. Um, We've gotten some good information early this morning. We're pretty sure he is going to be active and start. Uh, We've, We've currently got him at a 95% likelihood to start the game. And we think that he'll be around 80%. So we have downgraded sort of his rating a little bit. Um, We're currently sitting uh, at the Saints as two-point favorites, and our total is at 40 and a half. If Lawrence was fully healthy, I'd expect that you know, this game would probably be Jags as a slight favorite, maybe somewhere around a pick. And that total would be around the sort of key number of 42. Um, I think that tonight you might see a bit of an ugly offensive affair. Um, I don't know sort of how much coverage this has gotten. The Jags have never won at the Superdome. Lawrence had two losses in college. They were both at the Superdome. 
doesn't necessarily bode well for the Jags, but both teams have offensive line injuries. Obviously, Zay Jones is out as well for the Jags. So I wouldn't be surprised to see on a short rest two offenses that don't look that great. Brennan, if you don't mind, take people through the process by which you create a number on a game where you have uncertainty about a starting quarterback as important as Trevor Lawrence to Jacksonville, factoring in the backup, the situation, short week, all those things that you kind of referenced a little bit because uh, you guys are eventually going to hang a number and there could be uncertainty. A team may not necessarily disclose what the situation on a crucial player may be. Yeah, there's sort of two parts to this process. The first is just taking our best educated guess on our opener. And because we you know, have lower limits earlier in the week and we do have quite a few sharp customers that bet into us, we're pretty aggressive with the line movement, say Sunday night, Monday, and even Tuesday, because at that point, we really have no idea what the injury status looks like. So that's all paying attention to the market, looking at our sharper customers, trying to get a sense of where that line is going to close and getting there as quickly as possible. Then as the week goes on, obviously, we do start to get that flow of information that lets us make a better guess around his status, his likelihood to play and his effectiveness if he does start. And at that point, we're willing to, depending on the strength of that information, maybe put ourselves a little bit further out of market, be a little bit more confident in those prices and take more of a stance. Brennan White, DraftKings, U.S. trading team lead, joins us as he does customarily here, Sharp Money, on Thursdays. There's a rumor floating around you guys are going to be hanging a prop for National Tight Ends Day. Care to expound? Yeah, we, uh, we've been doing this for a couple of years now, and it's gotten quite a bit of attention. So we're rolling it back this year. Sunday, the fourth Sunday in October, is National Tight Ends Day. We've gone up with weekly player specials for all of the major tight ends. And then we've got some fun outright markets. Uh, the most notable ones being the first tight end to catch a touchdown pass on Sunday morning. Right now, Sam Laporte is the guy that's drawing the most action at 10 to one. He's been having an excellent season and the lions are a popular upset pick against the Ravens. And then the other market of course, is which tight end will have the most receiving yards on Sunday. Travis Kelsey is the big favorite in that market at plus plus one fifty, but that has not stopped people from coming in on him. He's been very popular in all the markets we offer him for. George Kittle, thank you for National Tight Ends Day. Uh, Sunday night got a tremendous matchup, at least on paper, between Miami and Philadelphia. You guys have been seeing some heavy action on this Dolphins team. Have they just been a popular team since the early part of the season or maybe that 70-point explosion against Denver? Because when they're playing in South Florida, they look like an unstoppable team. Now a different situation going up to the link. Yeah, you're spot on there. The Dolphins have been extremely popular this year. They're a really fun team to watch. Uh, a lot of people are excited to, you know, see if they can put up 30, 40, in one case, 70 points. So we do take a lot of public money on the Dolphins, on the over, on their player props. And the Eagles, honestly, have not looked all that great this season. They've not returned to the form that they had during the playoffs last year. And the loss against the Jets last week was pretty ugly. I think that with that in people's heads, with this being a primetime game, the highest total on the board, we're just going to be looking at only Dolphins and over money until that game kicks off. Brennan, the second most popular Minnesota native behind Prince. First off, sorry for your <laughs> twins. Uh, I'm sorry. Also sorry about your Vikings. But let's talk about a college football game that could have a sub 30 total. I mean, this is unbelievable right now. Minnesota, Iowa. I just look, you guys are sitting, what, 31? Yeah. Yeah. It's been, uh, I think we opened 32. It's been dropping ever since it is the lowest total college football game that I can remember, at least in, you know, amongst, uh, major schools, 
both of these offenses have looked atrocious. Um, the <laughs> Iowa offense with the loss of McNamara has been bad. Ference has always had a problem sort of piecing together what that offensive identity should look like. Their defense, though, has been incredible. And I think that this is just a situation where you're going to see some ugly offensive footballs, lots of three and outs, maybe a couple turnovers. I honestly, despite the low total, would not be shocked if this game goes under. I was just going to ask you that follow-up question, Patrick. I wanted to get your thoughts on this as well. In terms of this total, you can't really go play the 31, but how the hell do these guys actually combine to get to 32 points? No, there's no yeah, exactly. chance <laughs> you're playing the over here. No chance, Brennan. You can't play the over. It's one of those things where we're in uncharted territory, right? Like, what is the number where people might start betting the over? And we haven't seen it yet. So, <laughs> you know, there might be a there might be a moment this week where you see a 29 and a half or something crazy like that. And, you know, we're just going to keep having to drop it until somebody decides, okay, it's, this is low enough. They have to get to this many points. But, you know, watching these two teams this year, it is very difficult to see how they get there. Yeah, I'll, I'll pass on the total. Also pass on watching that football game. Of Thank you very much. No Colorado <laughs> this week, you mentioned, but there's going to be big time focus there. DK and elsewhere. Penn State at Ohio State. Where'd you, where'd you open, Brennan? Where are you sitting? Yeah, so we're sitting at four and a half on this game. It's right around where we opened. It's, it's a really interesting spread because Ohio State hasn't really been challenged outside of that game against Notre Dame. And they did not look very good in that game, obviously getting away with a win on a last second touchdown and Penn state, although they haven't really played anyone has rolled through everybody. And I think that a lot of people are expecting Penn state to have a real chance in this game. The interesting thing is historically, that's not been a very good matchup for them. Um, they're, they've lost the last uh, 10 of the last 11 games against Ohio state. They've never beaten Ohio state on the road since joining the big 10. James Franklin has really struggled to get this offense going against Ohio state. This might be the year that they do it, but the odds are stacked against them. I love that breakdown you gave there, especially with the historical perspective. This team has really struggled, even though the games have been close. I want to get to the baseball right now as we have the first pitch underway at uh, chase field between the diamondbacks and the Phillies. Did you guys take a ton of money on the Astros yesterday? I know I'm Monday morning quarterbacking this, but Patrick, Dustin, myself, and I, we all loved the Strohs yesterday based on the spot and the pitching matchup with Scherzer just kind of reaching the tail end of his career. When you look right now, is this a game where you guys gotten heavy Philly money simply because the way the Phillies are playing and Brandon Fott's on the bump? Yeah, this is definitely a spot where we're taking Philly money. Um, I think people have you know watched the first two games in that series and, and seen how lopsided of a matchup this is. Although we haven't really taken a lot of sharp money on the Phillies, which is interesting. So our line hasn't moved that much. I think we closed around Phillies minus 130. And I think that this could be the last chance for the Diamondbacks to get back into the series. If they lose this game, I have a hard time with sort of the starting pitching that they've got seeing them come back from a 3-0 deficit. Patrick, just and you want to you want these series to go on and on. You want to accrue some handle, right? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, as a book, other than rooting against our, our Astros liability, the main thing we're rooting for is seven game series. We generate so much handle on these playoff games that, you know, even if we're losers on those teams in our futures markets, it's worth it for us to push that series as long as possible and get as many games for people to bet on. 
Brandon, mm-hmm. real quick, you just mentioned about sharp money coming in. You haven't seen a ton on the Phillies. Can you just explain to people real quickly if you have just a person who comes in off the street, bets, bets X amount of dollars, and you have someone you consider sharp, kind of just explain from your perspective what does that mean and how you might move a number? Yeah, absolutely. So sort of one of our key initiatives has been to make sure that we let our sharper customers bet with us and then utilize that information. Um, we do that by sort of profiling customers based on the pattern of their betting play and sort of the information that we're able to collect when onboarding them if they're a known customer. And one of the things we like to do is sort of test the waters and we'll put ourselves in a position to see if any of those more sharper, well-known customers who get lots of closing line value, who are disciplined with their staking strategy, who tend to be ahead of non-public information. If those people start coming in, then that is a really good indicator to us of where we want our price to be, sort of regardless of where the rest of the market's at. Brennan, great job. Thanks for the great notes and the great information. And we'll talk to you next week. Brennan White, DraftKings US Trading Team Lead at Brennan White 14. Thanks, Brennan. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Okay, great job. When we return, we're headed to the pound. Dog pound, boys. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview Great Falls offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. When you're an American Express Platinum Card member, don't be surprised if you say things like, Chef, what course are we on? I've, I've lost count. Or, shoot that, shoot that! And even... Checkout's not until 4, so... Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants, elevated experiences at live events, and 4 p.m. late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. This is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher and Amal Shaw. VSIN, the sports betting network. Okay, we're going to get to the dog pound in a second, but first, an opportunity to tell you about the picks. So, if you become a VSIN pro, we're going to send you an email every single day with the VSIN picks. Now, these are hosts, every guest that comes on the network, anything that's made behind the scenes and on the air as far as a pick goes on the sheet and gets shipped to you. Why not let us do the work for you? vcin.com slash subscribe. And then once you get the picks, you can follow hosts and guests that you like. And also check out the top vcin experts leaderboard to find out who's hot, tail them, who's not, fade them. 
VEASAN.com slash subscribe for the picks. We're going to get to the dog pound here in a second. Uh, just a quick question for you, big guy. Uh, Amal Shaw, Dustin Sweetelson. Have you ever tried to body surf? Have you ever been in an ocean and actually body surfed? It'd be a big wave, I know, to take you, but have you ever done it? Uh, yeah, when I was a kid. When I was a kid, I don't really mess with the ocean now. You know, once you step in there, you're playing for a different team. There, there's so a home that's team. Why. Yeah, you're, you're a visitor. You're a visitor, and I don't trust the sharks these days. I, I could give a shark enough meal that they're good for a while. <laughs> sharks would be salivating. <laughs> yeah, they'd be looking at the big guy thinking, hell yeah, let's go. Let's eat. We're eating good today, boys. Time for the dog pound. It's time to find some underdogs. Hey, guys, you ready to let the dogs out? We're on a hunt for the dogs with the most bark. We need to be more like a dog. We don't need a bunch of cats in here. Yeah, looking in the mirror. Welcome yeah. to the dog pound. Is it me or does it smell like a dog in here? What's up, dog? How's much? What's up with you? On Sharp Money. Great job with the intro. Dog pound. I can't believe I get to go three and zero again. I haven't missed we, all year. We should, yeah, we should update everyone on what went on in the last week because uh, I hear, so, you know, uh, Deion Sanders says we coming. Patrick Maher's coming in this. No, segment. I'm coming. I, dude, I haven't missed all year, and I, I swept the board again last week. Go ahead, explain it to him, big guy. Uh, so I got off to a really hot start. I was by my lonesome, the only one with a bunch of hits in this segment. All of a sudden, Amal came in like week two, week three, got a hit. And then last week, Patrick, who was the last one to get a dog that went outright, managed to get two of them. Oh, okay. Well, you must have been mistaken because I haven't missed all year. I'm like 10 and 0 <laughs> and I'm going to continue it going this week. I'm going to start off with an easy winner. Wait, wait till you see the three I've got on tap. I mean, just absolutely sweep it. <laughs> Sweepy sweep the board. The Jags. Are you kidding me? The better team? Three straight wins, two straight in London. They come back home and not only beat the Colts 37 to 20, but they cover without a buy with the travel. That is a team that's gelling right now. Lawrence expects to play. He's a tough kid. Don't let the long hair fool you. He's going to be just fine and taking on a Saints team. They're going to be without their two offensive tackles. It's a good defense, but the offense, if you watched them against Houston and watched them all year, is absolutely putrid. They've scored more than 20 points two times in six games this year. The Saints and 20 points against Carolina. Not great. Haven't played anybody. Mentioned Carolina, three-point win. New England, they stink. Ten Tennessee, come on now. Green Bay, sorry, Samich. Houston, haha. And Tampa Bay, that's the slate for the Saints, and they're three and three. Here comes the Jags, four and two. I mentioned a three game heater, and I'm catching on the money line, and I'm catching as far as the spread. An easy way to start to continue my streak in the dog pound of never losing a game. Give me the Jags like that call. This is a tough spot for New Orleans with the lack of offensive consistency. This is going to be an interesting game. I actually think it's going to be a little bit more entertaining than maybe some people see it as being, but I like that call there with Jacksonville. I'm going to go Provo, uh, Utah on Saturday. I like BYU at home catching three against Texas Tech. BYU's 3-0 at home. That doesn't mean that much. But you look at this Texas Tech team, 1-2 and two on the road, losing at Wyoming. Uh, they did win at Baylor. Uh, so give them credit for that road win. But I just don't understand why the Red Raiders, guns up over here, is laying three on the road in Provo. I think the number is, is wrong here. I'll take the Cougars at home plus 140. Keaton Slovis wasn't great in his last game, but a little bit inconsistent. But I think if he can get on track, this team's got some opportunities against a Texas Tech defense that doesn't stop a ton of people. Okay. Love it. BYU, small dog, plus 140 for Amal Shaw, the big guy. 
They call him Dustin Sweetelson at the crib. We call him the big guy. Let's go. What do you got? Your small dog. Much like them all, I also like cougars at home. They usually have good snacks. Um, all right. <laughs> so I knew, what? I knew you were gonna say it. It's so stupid too, but I knew it. I knew it was coming, and I still chuckled. It's a good job by you. All right. We have to stop thinking about what a team was a year ago and evaluate them based on what we've seen so far this year. And I know they just suffered their first loss, and you would think it'd be a bounce-back stop spot for the Philadelphia Eagles after being embarrassed by the Jets. However, that offense is super clunky and out of rhythm, and Jalen Hurts is doing uncharacteristic things with the football, a la the fourth quarter a week ago against the Jets. And I just don't know if they're in for a shootout if Miami can get that offense into a rhythm in Philadelphia on Sunday night. I think so far this year, things look a lot smoother, obviously outside of the Buffalo game for Miami than they do for Philly. I'm going to take the team that I think is playing better, that seems to have a rhythm, that seems to have better vibes at the moment. We'll go with the plus 114 on Miami and book it. Okay. Also, you're not admitting to one thing. Dustin thinks Nick Sirianni's a low-key donk. <laughs> you know what? I thought he was a donk originally. Then last year I came around at him thinking maybe like he knows something and he, he knows how to motivate people. And now I'm coming back to the other side. He is who I thought he was. He's a So what you're saying donk. is you originally thought, yeah, donk, but you originally thought he was uh, a donk and then he hired two very good coordinators. Now they're gone and you go back to thinking he's a donk. You know, he's headlining Donkfest 2023. <laughs> no, I've got some names for you that could trounce. He'll take can, your can you calls all night. He'll take your calls all night in the Donkathon. I no, wanted to hear will. some of those names he was going to add. No, no, you don't. <laughs> 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 I'm just playing. Oh, it doesn't uh, bother okay, me, boys. trust me. It takes a lot to offend. No, I, we, we know. We know. We've told us plenty. Uh, okay, let's go. Uh, midsize. My midsize is buy low on a team on a short week, and that is the Chargers. Okay, first off, they're going to Kansas City. Newsflash, Kansas City stinks. Ain't any good. Okay, it's just uh, they got a million receivers. When you have a million receivers, you know what they say. Dustin likes Cougars. Plus 195. <laughs> I'm in a slappy mood. Plus 195 on the Chargers. This is, again, they've lost their three losses this year. have come by a combined eight points. Six games they've lost by three points or fewer since the start of last season. And... Speaking of which, every time they play Kansas City, they play them tight. Last year, they lost two to Kansas City, but it was 30 to 27 and then 27, 24. By my math, two losses by six points. And Dustin, the Chargers have won two of the last three meetings in Arrowhead. Kansas City's home field ain't what you thought it was and ain't what you think it is. Okay, past five meetings, by the way, just as an aside, I wrote this down in my notes just for you donks. The past five meetings, the winner has scored at least 27 points. So look to the over in this matchup, but buy low on a team that everybody's going to be fading and the Chargers at plus 195 against a mid Kansas City team. I'm now 2-0 and on the day and I'm excited about it. I'm all Shaw. Chargers team, they always seem to play Kansas City tight. Good opportunity for them. They're going to get back in this division race to win this game, particularly being that they're on the road. So good opportunity there. Going to go with the game tonight taking place. We talked about the JMU matchup against Marshall. Of course, Saints and Jaguars. But 
We did not touch upon Rice and Tulsa. JT Daniels, by the way, I've got two former USC quarterbacks. I'm sure I'll probably have a third one that's a former Trojan as well. Daniels has done a Is nice job. Max Whittick available? Yeah. Uh, Daniels has done a nice job so far for this uh, for this Rice team so far this year. He's completing almost 64% of his passes. But the thing is, for once, Rice actually has a competent offense. The problem is the defensive side of the ball, guys. I think Tulsa will be able to score some points here. But this is a good opportunity for a team catching three and a half on the road, plus 150. I like Rice here on the road against Tulsa. Both teams come in at 500, at three and three. But I'll take a shot here with the underdog at plus 150. I don't think this number on the money line should be this high on Rice. And you could catch the 150 on Rice. Not yesterday. Not tomorrow. Tonight. All right, so a winner from a mall tonight. You're welcome. Thursday, sharp money. That's what we do. Here comes the big guy with his midsize dog. Well, to which is why he joined the gym. He's looking to go from a large dog <laughs> to a midsize dog. Well, Tulsa's head coach is Kevin Wilson. Where did Kevin Wilson used to coach? Indiana. Guys, I don't understand this line. This is, did you know this is the first time Rutgers has been favored like this on the road since they joined the Big Ten? I'm not saying Indiana's a good team. I think they have a good defense. I think offensively, they're not very good, but at times they can pop. If you look at Rutgers' scores all season long, we are talking low-scoring defensive battles. Why is Indiana getting five at home when I think they're going to win outright? Plus $1.70 on Indiana, and the way that Tom Allen has this defense playing right now, there's no reason why I'm not cashing a mid-sized dog this week. Love it. Oh, man. What a great start for the boys. You said Rutgers. Greg Schiano seems like the type of guy when he like goes somewhere at the family, he grabs his car keys and he says, let's roll. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's always, everything's always just like the cliches. And just like he definitely always ball. hits like the, the head, the top of the car when he goes through a yellow yeah, light. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's a great two and zero start for me. When we come back, my large dog finishes up a three and zero week for me. This is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. All right, we got to take a break to talk about Zen nicotine pouches. The big guy knows I'm number one in the dog pound, but Zen nicotine pouches are already there. They're number one. It's helped millions of people achieve lasting change, earning the title of America's number one nicotine pouch. Find your Zen at your local convenience store or online at Zen.com. That's Z Y N.com. As a warning, this product does contain nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. All right, we got you back here, Sharp Money. As we say hi to you, I'm Patrick Maher. Of course, I'm all Shaw, Dustin Sweetelson. Uh, we're scoreless at Chase. Phillies Diamondbacks right now, right now, bottom two, just getting started in the bottom of the second, tied up at zero. So we'll keep you updated there. Of course, that the NLCS got the ALCS coming up 503, my time, you on the East 803. But right now we're playing a little game called the dog pound where we try to sniff out on the money line, a small dog, a mid-sized dog and a big dog. It's been a tremendous run since Dustin created this game for Let's see your boy, as I haven't lost a game, uh, and I'm going to try to keep that streak going. I'm already two and zero. I'm two and zero because I went with the Jags plus one ten tonight, and then I got the Chargers plus one ninety five. Great start for me. Uh, Amal Shaw, BYU, his small dog plus one forty. Rice tonight plus one fifty, and the big guy. 
The Dolphins plus 114 for small. Indiana, he kept on talking about it like we cared during the break at plus 170 on his midsize. <laughs> on his midsize dog. Now, my large dog, it's not often that a two and a half to one on the money line dog is free money, but it's me. I'm in the pound free money. And we're going Colorado state plus two forty five at UNLV. Are you freaking kidding me? The wrong team is favored. A thrilling come from behind win for the Rams last week against Boise. What did I tell you? Bet at plus two forty five. What'd you do? Got rich. Well, it's time to get rich again, kids, because this Rams offense can go off with the best of them. This is the second best passing offense in the country. Let me repeat Colorado state. The second best passing offense in the country is UNLV's past D good. Well, they're 124th. <laughs> the answer is no, they're not any good. Fowler Nicolosi. He good. Tory Horton. He good. This team scores 31 points per Colorado state UNLV. They're just coming back from Reno where they probably got hammered and hang it up in that podunk town off a rivalry game. So they're going to be let down. And here comes Colorado State at plus 245. I can't believe it. I already spent the money during the break on Amazon while Dustin droned on about Kevin Wilson in Indiana. 245? Tom Allen. 245. On Colorado State? Yeah, I'll take it. Congratulations to all that tailed. Are you uh, going to come out here for the game? Storm yes. the field when Colorado State yes. wins. I'm already there. I'm right behind you. <laughs> yes, I'm coming. I can't wait. As a matter of fact, everybody knows I love Vegas. I uh, love doing broadcasts and shows from Vegas. And I'm going to join Sharp Money next week live from Vegas because I can't wait to watch Colorado State and UNLV. <laughs> Thanks for the invite. I have Amal the, Shaw, you're next. Large I have the dog. same play as you do. I couldn't believe this number. I don't know how UNLV is laying eight in this spot against Colorado State. You Thank mentioned... You. The Boise State game, folks, these guys were down 30 to 10 with three and excuse me, four minutes to go. They scored three touchdowns in the final four minutes. The momentum from that victory, the Hail Mary, it was an unbelievable finish. They get the victory against the Broncos. Now they ride that momentum into Vegas. You talked about the passing game in terms of what they've been able to do. Outstanding. On the flip side, UNLV, you talked about 124th uh, pass ranked defense or excuse me, ranked pass defense giving up 285 yards per game. That is not a good number. I know Colorado State's not overly effective on the ground. They won't need to be. You're in a dome at Allegiant Stadium. It'll be pick them and choose them all day back there for this team. I like Colorado State straight up here. We're getting plus 250 on the money line. I'll take CSU. The eight is a gift, but you know what? The plus 250 is an even better gift. Yeah, no need to even touch that number. This, this is an NPN or no points me? needed. And Amal got a better number, plus 250. Are you kidding? Quit your job. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> but, but definitely. People, people can't take sarcasm, so I'm just going to run that back for a second so I don't get fired. Don't quit your job when it comes to sports betting. However, have a little fun with that plus 250 on Colorado State. I'll stop talking now. Big guy. Well, look, there, there, there are a few options on the board this week that really piqued my interest, but I'm going to go with one. That really jumps out to me, mainly because the ball is not going to be in the air very much. And that's because Air Force, who has been awesome to start the year, lost their quarterback. Zach Larrier is not going to be playing this week. 
His backup is Jensen Jones, who's completed one pass over the last three seasons while playing for the Falcons. Navy has quarterback issues of their own, but they have a few different options. Last year, Levitai, who is uh, the incumbent quarterback for Navy, threw for 129 against Air Force. That's basically like 600 yards in Navy terms of passing yards. I think Navy has a chance here with lack of rhythm on Air Force's offensive side of things with a new quarterback being in the mix. Don't think that they can throw the ball at all this week. And the commander and chief trophy is on the freaking line. Oh, we're <laughs> getting almost three to one on the midshipmen. Let's go at home. Navy plus 295. Loser. <laughs> How's it feel to be a loser? Oh, we'll with your see. Large dog? We'll see when it cashes. We'll see. We'll Plus see. 295. That's a big one, big guy. It's a fat um, one. I, I, I would not be allowed in the Navy or the Air Force. I cannot fit in any of the vehicles they use for war. I can't believe I woke up today and got to go three and zero in the dog pound, <laughs> but I did. Hey, the winner of this, hey. con- the, the winner of this contest, uh, I just decided at the end of the football season, the two losers have to buy a, a real dog for the, the winner. By the way, you just got, uh, you know what? You got backup because Fezzik just wrote in and said, Navy has options. I love that line. It's so clever. Guys, he should be good to go. So he's going to be back on Monday. He likes your Navy line. I don't know if he likes the play. I think he likes 10 and a half. He doesn't like 295. Okay. Now, a couple of things. You know how we've been talking about the donk fest all week? Well, let me explain something to you. Amal and I are back in Colorado State. Because they've got the second best pass offense in the country and they're taking on UNLV, which is whatever. They're 124th in the nation against the pass. There are nine teams that are worse than UNLV against the pass. Do you care to guess who the worst team in the country is against the pass? Colorado Go ahead and State. Take a wild guess. Oh, against Colorado the State? pass? Yeah. A very bad pasty place tonight. Marshall against Marshall, and that's JMU, but we're laying the three, bought the hook, laid the three, whatevs. That's not the point. The point is, we talked about this team earlier this week when I called out their head coach for being a donk. He coaches a team in Columbia, South Carolina. That's right. Shane Beamer is the head coach of the 133rd pass defense in the country. Not Akron, not Buffalo, not Louisiana. Let's go keep going on and on with trifling teams. We watched one of them last night. New Mag- we go on and on with these teams. South Alabama, whoever. No. Shane Beamer wakes up, apparently has a hard time coaching kids how to backpedal because their defensive backs can't do anything against the pass to the tune of, imagine sitting there talking to your athletic director and saying, like, we're not going to have a great pass defense this year. And the athletic director says, yeah, it can't be that bad. You're 133rd in the nation. Well, and here's an issue. He can't even go out on the practice field and show them how to do their technique right in the secondary because he broke his foot. Here is him talking about breaking his foot the other day. I called Coach Tanner, told him, make sure he was okay with it, and he died laughing when I told him. So obviously there's not a lot of empathy from him. Um, (laughs) It was... uh, uh, after the game, and certainly that was a gut-wrenching, emotional loss, and and uh, I was frustrated and kicked something that I shouldn't have kicked, and and uh, thought I was okay. But journaling of the game wore off, and before anybody starts the narrative, like the head football coach is frustrated and lost his poise and all that, no, I care. 
and um, uh, I care about these kids and I was really upset on Saturday night because I didn't do enough to help them uh, get over the hump and win the football game. So don't think I have to have surgery, but there is a broken Nobody bone cares. in my foot. It hurts like, you he, know he what? Just, but, he just pulled know. the line at a job interview. What would you say your weakness is? I care too much about this, <laughs> this potential job. Like, like, no, you, you kicked a door. By the way, there's a good rumor float around that he kicked the door that leads into the locker room. And you know how I've told you, Shane Beamer, after every loss, he blames the referees. He blames the opposing head coach. And he blames his players, who are a bunch of kids. Uh, the rumor is Beamer... After he broke his foot, you know, who he blamed the door because he's an excuse maker and he blames everybody but himself. It's not him that kicked the door. The door got in the way. Shane Beamer, get the hell off my football team now. I don't care that we interviewed you. You were a nice guy. You're a donk. Uh, seriously, get the hell away from that football team. Thank you. To, to his to Patrick's point, he goes, I didn't help them get over the hump. I, it wasn't that it was my fault. We lost the game. It was I was on them, but I didn't do enough. Yeah, 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 yeah. Listen, what I really want to say is this team sucks. They're just lucky that I'm in their presence. <laughs> Aside from that, my foot broke and it was the door's fault. Anyway, we're back. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview Great Falls offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events, chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. Busy weekends are a breeze with American Express Platinum Card. 8 a.m., wait to board plane in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> Much better. 2 p.m., grab seats for the game. Come on, pick and roll! 6 p.m., book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. This is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Okay, DraftKings new customers bet $5, get $200 in bonus bets instantly when you sign up using the promo code SHARP, S H A R P, plus every day at DraftKings. No sweat, same game parlay. So get involved. Again, use the promo code SHARP, and $200 is instantly yours for new customers. DraftKings, the crown is yours. Jacksonville, New Orleans kicks off week, what is it, seven boys in the NFL. So we'll get to that coming up. Of course, Amal Shaw, Dustin Sweetelson taking a look. The Phillies had a runner on second, two out. They just got, Diamondbacks just got out of it. So we head to the bottom of the third, tied up at nothing. Phillies, Diamondbacks. You've got, of course, the Rangers hosting Houston coming up ALCS later on. 
Dustin, you and I are on the same team total, which we'll discuss in a second. Uh, Jacksonville, New Orleans, Trevor Lawrence is going to give it a go. New Orleans is laying two in a total of 41. Uh, just a couple of things here. Uh, I do have a prop. It's a bit of a square prop. I'll get to that in a second. But I think there's only one way you can look as far as the total, and that is the under. First off, I, I think I'd feel comfortable with playing that team total under on the Saints, which is sitting 20 and a half. They've scored more than 20 points two times in six games this year, and they scored 20 in one of those against Carolina. The outlier is 34 against New England for the Saints. And if we're just to use the standard number of 41, let's use 41. The Saints are 5-1 and one to the under, that number of 41 tonight this year. Again, they're 26 in yard per play. Uh, they haven't played a brutal schedule either. Just points aren't being scored. Mention Carolina, New England, Tennessee, Green Bay, Houston, Tampa Bay, and they're just a three and three football team. It's a very good defense. The Saints rely on a very good defense, both against the run and against the pass, but they just can't get anything going up offensively. And they've given up more than 20 points one time in the last five games, that being the Jags. So again, the Jags playing good defense, the Saints only a defensive team right now. 41 and a half is a gift. Let's go under the total and I'll double down just for fun because who cares? Life is short, boys. 20 and a half on this team total for the Saints under. I like your play, not only because the Saints ineptitude on offense, but this Jacksonville team's only given up 20.3 points per game. There was an outlier. They gave up 37 points in one matchup against uh, the Houston Texans. Remember, part of it was a blocked field goal that was returned deep into Jags territory and then a kickoff return for a touchdown as well. I think Jacksonville's defense has been underappreciated. And when you have a lower scoring offense on the opposite side of the field, I think you take out some unnecessary risk that you might take if you're playing Kansas City or Philadelphia or a team that's going to be higher scoring. So for me, I like your play here on the Jags team total under 20 and a half. And I'm seeing 41 and a half right now on our board. I think it's a pretty good undershot here. I just until we see consistency out of the Saints offense combined with the well-played defensive side of the ball for New Orleans, it's very difficult to take an over here. I know, Patrick, you're on the Jags money line here. I'm staying away from this football game itself but from a side perspective, but I'm with you guys. I think this under 41, 41 and a half is a good play. Okay, boys, Dustin, if you don't mind, just quickly, feels like a square prop, but I'm looking at a primetime player tonight and the numbers jumped up. How about rush receiving prop four Etienne, 87 and a half this morning up to 89 and a half. He leads the NFL in touches at 134. 113 leads the NFL in carries. He's second in touches per game. That is Etienne, who his number again, if Lawrence is banged up, there's going to be a reliance on the running back kind of safe little dump off throws going to run the ball short, condensed week, kind of keep Lawrence out of trouble. Don't want him sitting in the pocket. I think the running back is going to be used a ton by Peterson and the Jags tonight. It feels square, but again, is life long, Dustin Sweetelson? No, it's short the last time I checked. So let's go over the now 89 and a half. Well, especially with my health, definitely not long. Um, also, no Zay Jones tonight. I think that plays a role as well. He becomes more of an option in the passing game for them. Makes a lot of sense, that bet. Uh, I actually hate your under on the game. Here's why. 41 and a half. I hate that number because I bet 40 last night. 
because I thought there was no chance this thing was going to go in that direction. <laughs> I am so annoyed right now that I'm not getting the best of the number, but I don't care. I've been on Saints first half and, and game unders all season long, and they've treated me well. There's no reason to buck that trend. They do not put a, together drives that end with, with touchdowns in the red zone. They're constantly stalling out. They're just not in sync at the moment. They haven't really found their way to, to make those explosive plays for touchdowns. They'll get down to the red zone, but they're not punching it in. That's a big issue with this team. On the other side, Jacksonville, I think the schedule is a big factor here. You got to remember, they had two weeks out in, uh, in London. They did not take a bye. They played again last week. They're playing again this week. The bye isn't until after Pittsburgh next week. I think that's going to play a role in some tired legs potentially and a slow start offensively. You factor in the Lawrence injury. I just, this screams under. I don't care if it's wrong. It feels so right. Hey. I, I got one more for you. I really wanted to bet Chris Olave oh. and his over uh, receptions prop. It was juiced at minus 146. Uh, Jacksonville's 31st versus the pass this year. I think there's going to be opportunities to throw the ball against them. Olave to lead the game in receiving yards, plus 260. That's the play. To, what, what is it? I'm sorry? Chris Olave to lead this game in receiving yards, plus 260. Who's the challenge for him? I think the pass defense for New Orleans, fifth best against the pass. They're going to limit those guys, Ridley and Kirk, for Jacksonville. They're absolutely good. And Lawrence's injury plays a role in that as well. So then who's my challenge for Olave to lead the game in receptions? Michael Thomas, who looks slower than me right now? Plus, plus the reason why I, I, like your, did. I like your play on that one is if Marshawn Lattimore gets beat, don't worry, he'll just tackle the guy. So you're not even <laughs> going to get the catch. You'll get a 50-yard pass interference call. You just won't get the yardage. Baseball tonight, Astros. Rain oh, quickly, uh, both Dustin and I, JMU. Um, you still comfortable with that? That number's jumped up. I bought it down to three earlier. Did Same. you say we're sitting four right now? Uh, JMU at Marshall? Hey, I went three and a half. I, I just, I think this team's a different breed, and I don't think, I don't think Marshall can hang. I agree. Amal, do you have an opinion on that one? No, I'm going to stay away. Watch this game. I've only seen about a half a dozen plays with JMU so far this year. I just want to see this game. Should be an entertaining game if you're not involved in it. Houston at the Rangers, clawing back in this series. So, Dustin, and I, I know where you are, and I'm right there with you. Uh, Andrew Haney, if they don't play it five against Haney within the first three innings, I'd be shocked. Yeah. Houston's going over that team total of four and a half. Legit rocking chair. No, the only fear I have is that Heaney gives up like two runs in the, in two innings and they yank him early and they bring someone else in. As long as Andrew Haney's on the bump, we're going over four and a half. Look, this, this is a franchise that for years has dominated left-handed pitching. They were the second best in OPS versus lefties this year. Fourth most homers versus lefties this year. Altuve's a 324 lifetime against Haney with a couple homers, three doubles. Jose Abreu, if he gets going here, four home runs lifetime against Andrew Haney. I just think he doesn't throw hard enough. He's not a dominant guy. This is where guys like that get exposed in the postseason when these games are in such a vacuum. I love over four and a half for Houston.
By the way, the line has already jumped when we came on. It was uh, Rangers minus 108, Astros minus 102. Now we're seeing Astros minus 106, Rangers minus 104. I'm not surprised. You guys are on the team total. I like the Astros in this game. I think the bullpen's better. I just think they're a more complete team. And right now there's not a hotter player on the planet than Jordan Alvarez. This team doesn't have an answer. Just a quick lineup tweak today for the Astros. No Michael Brantley in the lineup. Obviously, you guys mentioned uh, Heaney being the left-hander. And then you got Dubon batting second. And McCormick will be in left field tonight. Andrew Haney, he is heinous. Ah, I was going to say that. Over. No, I, I stole it from you because I knew you were going to say it because we both have dumb brains. <laughs> okay. Would well, you get in the SATs? Me? Yeah. No, dude. Legitimately, I, we had something called the ACT. Oh, I took that later. And I scored a 16. It's out of like 30? 36, I think. No, like the average is... When I tell you my test-taking abilities, I don't think anybody that watches the show or listens would be surprised, are subpar. Like, I have a very basic brain. So I didn't take the SATs. Oh, I took it twice and never broke a 1,000. That shouldn't surprise anyone. There's no chance I would break a 1,000. My parents paid for us to go to, like, me and all my friends, we went to this SAT prep course. Halfway through, I started ditching and going to play mini golf. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, the I, the most exciting thing that happened when I went to take the ACT the first and second time is me and my boy Matt Bloomingdale chewed Kodiak. <laughs> Lucky you didn't throw up during it. Shout to Zinn. Because if Zinn were around then, I would have I would have went with Zinn. And you can find him at ZYN.com. Okay. Who should we thank for today? We had a bunch of guests on. Uh, Matt Brown. Josh thank Applebaum. You. Thank you. Joshua Perry and Brennan White. The only thing I would say about Joshua Perry, Joshua, time to look into a new phone. Or was that our fault? Might have been our fault. (laughs) It probably (laughs) was. Okay, boys. Enjoy the games tonight. Looking forward to the baseball, football all over the place as well. And we'll see you tomorrow. We're going to run the board on a Friday. Sharp Money, VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview, Great Falls, offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity.